what do you want to be in like life or something i'd always i'd always be like i just want to be happy you know because like i don't know i guess it might have been just how i was raised or just like what i wish i had that insight i wish i had that insight as a child but well while i was growing up being happy could like i used to think being happy i'd have to be a b c and d you know like, so when I was little, I was like, I need to be an actress to be happy, or I need money to be happy, you know? But now that I'm growing up, and now that I'm, like, experiencing different things and seeing different things, I mean, now success and being happy is just kind of strict, sticking to your word, being true to yourself, and then always just, like, I guess doing something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, if you passionate for it you'd be happy doing it so I think for me for a long time I didn't care about happiness and I was like grades always come first like studying always comes first or this crap I mean I don't know if I was any good at that philosophy but that was my philosophy it wasn't very healthy and then like the reason I get to Tams is because when I I moved somewhere around middle school, right? So it'd been a while since I had people that I really cared about and people that I felt were close around me. So when I got to Flyer Mound, I finally settled into that group of people. So then when I got into TAMS after being at Flyer Mound, my decision to go to TAMS was entirely based on that philosophy of grades, like grades over happiness, that kind of stuff, right? Like GPA and boosting. Yeah, my, my success matters more than whether or not I'm then happy. Yeah. What I defined as success at that time. Mm-hmm. But going to TAMS, I realized that, like, it just doesn't matter, dude. Like, it doesn't matter. I think my, my definition of sex, of success. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Got the cameras. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think my definition of <laughs> her face was. <laughs> Why did you choose? No, we, could have just, we could have just zoomed past that, you know, but I guess. Okay. No, Why did you just. Yeah. yeah. Why I did you just. <laughs> Why did you just try to cut yourself off in the middle of the word? <laughs> what, <suck. laughs> I think you went like this. So um, back to my college <laughs> essay, guys. Honestly, I should have just voiced. I should just voice the Texas entire thing, so I could just take parts of it and put. Did it you do that last time? And literally, everyone said they hated it. So, wait, what? They hated what? <laughs> that random last essay about uh, the NHS. NHS. Uh, Anybody who doesn't know, I got kicked out of NHS, and it was an. She didn't get thing. kicked out. She wasn't there to begin with. Okay. <laughs> I was in NHS. Okay, whatever. I, no, at Tam. <laughs> She just didn't get it. <laughs> Sorry, our hey, okay, it's a sensitive it. issue. Nobody's treating it like a sensitive issue, but it's a sensitive issue. Okay, anyways, we're sorry. Continue. So, uh, um, going to Tams, I realized from being that unhappy that it just wasn't worth it. So, my definition of success, I think, is separate from my goals. My definition of success is to be able to be happy wherever I am and not to always, because there's these people that are like, I've talked to people and they're like, my goal in life is to have people remember me, all this stuff. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's just not worth it. Like, 
what do you get out of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's another thing. Like, goals are, like, goals in life are, like, are going to be different from success, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, goals is something that you want to achieve, something that you want to do, whereas um, success Okay, whereas success makes you, like, success is something that you want to be later. Like, not necessarily an action that you want to do or something, like, a bucket list or something. Yeah, exactly, like, a long-term kind of thing. Benefit, yeah. Okay, something that I've always, like, thought about that just occurred to me this year is how, for me, success kind of goes hand-in-hand with challenging myself. And ever since, like, I was a little kid I would always like try to do the most and obviously it's not on a bigger scale right because it's like small things uh, when you're a kid but as I grew older and like the classes I took and the things that I did um the extracurriculars and stuff everything kind of just I noticed I didn't realize this before but I kind of noticed how I've always tried to push myself to do something one step ahead and if <laughs> if um if <laughs> If I know that I've challenged myself this year with something in one aspect of my life, then I know that I've been successful in that aspect, even if I haven't doing well in it or not. Yeah. 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 As long as I know that I'm trying to do how much ever I can in that one certain place, I know that I'm successful in that way. Yeah. Wait, so wait, could you expand on that bit more? Okay. Like, what do you mean by like challenge? Like Like doing things out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, Okay, when I took APs, my first AP was like, um, hug, hug, yeah, in freshman year, and human human geography, geography, yeah, and I was so terrible at it, like I was absolutely terrible, terrible. I didn't even do good on the AP test. So then I was like, well, okay, uh, I gotta do something better. So then I decided to take take AP Bio, right, second year, and I know that I talk about AP Bio like everywhere. If you know me, I talk about it a lot, but it's been one of the most impactful classes in my life. And that's why it kind of it kind of shows up everywhere. But like that class pushed me so 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 hard that it kind of set the foundation for me to do good at TAMS. And I know that I was successful because I was trying my best in that class. Like, and I ended up uh, being fruitful too. So, in that aspect, I think that's what success means to me. Like pushing myself to do one step better every time. Yeah. And like coming to TAMS itself was kind of. A big step, a, step a big too. change, a big challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree in some aspects too. Um, doing things that are that you're not used to, no matter like what the result of that is, um, as long as you've like attempted it to like the best of your ability, not what other thing other people think the best of your ability is, but like you truly put in your effort. Um, and regardless of the result, I think when you attempt things like that, mm-hmm. it's you know you you're successful. But okay, next question. What do you want to achieve? So like, what does success mean to you personally? And for me, um, I think that, like for me, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. And it's something that I've, I've seen like personally, like my family members are doctors. And I just, I just have wanted it ever since I was young. But what I have heard like time and time again is, if you if you're chasing the money it's not going to work out because the amount of schooling and stuff like that is so rigorous that if you truly don't want it it's not going to happen for you so i think that and i've also heard that 
only the top 20 people, 20% 20 of med school students or pre-med students make it to med school. So if, if like I can get to med school and become a doctor, I think that's like, that's my goal in the near or five, next five to 10 years, you know? And that's what I want to achieve, um, yeah, to practice medicine. Someone else go. I think it's really tricky to set five to 10 year goals. Like I have my yeah, future can, mapped they out. They can be loose for sure. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, we have a chat going on in the side here. It says, sorry. No, us, don't read it. Don't read it. But this is us. I was pouring my heart out and they were laughing like buffoons in the background. Okay, that's basically what happened. I'm hungry. I, didn't I was just like, I was just trying to figure out who was eating and slurping. And it was and not me because I was done eating by the time Namita was trying to figure out. Okay, we digress again. Okay, we all know you can hear me munching. It's okay. I'm almost done. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Something it's not, um, you can't have like strict five to 10 year guidelines. No, no, no. I, I, I meant like, I, I have a five to 10 year plan. I mean, most of yeah. us do because yeah. that's, we're just type A students like that. But um, I think, okay. I think it's like, like what I realized when I, I cause I've always been trying to like, it's hard for me to differentiate my grades and success. Right. Cause I'm the kind of person that looks at my grades and then one bad assignment will get me down for like the rest of the day mm -hmm. because that's yeah, just how sure. I am. So it's really hard to like be like, I'm not a worse person because of my academic achievement. And then recently, like I got my SAT score back. Right. And I did, I did pretty good. Yeah, right? you stuck. Yes. Okay. I did pretty good. But what, what I realized is that <laughs> I was happy for like the first couple of hours after I got that test result. But then like, I got over it and but maybe you're mm -hmm. more happy because you made your parents happy like that's no but uh, no it's it's just like it was it was an achievement but now it's like not I don't it's not an achievement I care about it doesn't right? change it doesn't change it you like in your the way that you it, that yeah you it doesn't change me but the thing is like if I gotten a bad test grade or something like that like that would have had me down for the entire week my entire week would have been felt off right yeah. but a good test grade on a, a test that big like, I just, I don't care anymore, right? So the way it's, it's always like doing bad w is worse than like impacts me more than doing good is. And I think, but then you look at the fact that like after I just designed the replay website, right? I felt happy replay for doing that. Best, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt happy about doing that for like a week afterwards. So yeah, I Yeah, would not shut up about her website. She made everyone go look at it. <laughs> Wait, so I have a question, Arthi. So why was it that you felt like your grades in school and tests mattered more than actual standardized testing and like stuff outside no. of school, you could say? Wait, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, even if I get a good grade, like I'll look at it for like 0.5 seconds, be happy about it for five Stop by oh, so you're saying on. you dwell more on the negatives than the positives? Yeah, I, I think that's an issue with me is that I'm so pessimistic. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to work on it, but it's like, I always get stuck on the bad things. And what I realize is that I get more accomplishment from doing things that I find value in than I do from scoring high on these things that society places value in, right? Mm -hmm. So I think- so, No, you go ahead. I think ultimately my goal, <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to put it in terms of societal standards because ultimately my goal has to be 
internal, right? Like yeah. I want to do better for the people around me. I want like I my my life goal is to make it at least one person impacted by my life in a better, more positive way, right? And if Just I have do a that child. Medicine, that that won't be in a better, more positive way. <laughs> dude like do you do you see me like <laughs> maybe not at this age maybe maybe not now. no i'm not saying maybe not now <laughs> no you don't need to join teen moms. i hope not now okay you don't need to join teen moms on tlc i'm just saying when you grow up you can have a child and then you'll be impacting them in a positive way um i don't know if i'll be impacting them in a positive way like, i think you will okay okay but anyways what i've what i like that's my my ultimate goal in life but also it's to be at peace with myself internally because that's just so hard as it is like because yeah. some days it's like you get so much stuff down but other days it's like a struggle to get up right so mm-hmm. it's like I want to be Pe- in a consistent basis it not being a struggle to get up that's Pe- my peace meaning goal. what oh, okay just so- like she's saying not having like internal <clears throat> conflict like should I do this to make other people happy or myself happy? Things like that, right, Arthi? So no, it's more like not not having low lows because of the things you're putting like pressure on. Like I don't want to be sad because of the things that because of my grades, right? Because it's so superficial. I just want my self worth to be based on myself and not anything else. So you're you want you're so you you're saying you want to live more for yourself than for others? Yeah, more likely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me start go. I was gonna now that Arthi and and Nidhi, they're both saying that I did Wait, I yeah said something like, different. I didn't say what Arthi said. But like what both of y'all said, like oh, yeah. both of them are like like I when whenever I was like first reading the question, I was like, What? That's su- it's such an open ended question. It it's like what do you want to achieve in life? You know, like you could talk in terms of career, in terms of family, in terms of yourself in terms of mental physical health stuff like like there's so much you can talk about yeah you know and so namita do you want a six-pack physical health come on i wish (laughs) uh yes yes oh my god remember when i was in that phase where i wanted to run a marathon oh yeah Yeah. and then she got (laughs) shin splints shin (laughs) splints and then she pulled her back and then then she pulled her back like literally the day of her math final yeah it was was so funny so we spilled fridge water all over namita's floor and arthi sprained her back so she couldn't get up and it fell on her too (laughs) also i'm really sorry my roommate if you're watching this but we just have to tell you this okay so whenever fridge water on the floor and a little bit splashed on um arthi it was like right before i left too so I had like not, no towels or anything, but everything was roommate, uh, There's one singular towel there. And I was like, oh, we just have to use it. So we used her towel to mop the fridge water. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry <laughs> if you're listening to this. I'm sorry. She's like, I took a shower with that towel. <laughs> <laughs> Your fridge yeah. water can't have been that dirty. I mean, you eat from out of that fridge, so. Mm. It's not like there's water inside of the food in the fridge. No, but okay, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude, fridge ice, the stuff that's in the back of your fridge smells nasty. Yeah, because it's all like, it's been probably. That's what their fridge time. water is. Oh, okay. Anyways. And if, it got on your face, Arthi. Yeah. Whose fault was that? I probably broke out because of that. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Or you, nobody knows. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't have um, anything more to add, 
let's move on. I think, oh. Okay. You're such a bad moderator. Oh, Wait, my God. What happened. I was like, Namita Sivacha, go. I was like, Namita Sivacha, go. And Sivacha was like shaking her head. So I just thought. Because I was eating in that moment and I didn't want to chew okay. and talk. So okay. I told them. Wait, go. I didn't finish my thing either. Oh. Nitty, you're a terrible moderator. The only thing I said was about six packs. I'm back. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. I'm okay. I'm a bad moderator. I'm gonna keep doing this, but I'll be more mindful. Keep going. Okay, yeah, like, I don't so, like, believe in, it. So like in life, I'm just gonna guess that this is later in my life. If I have a later life, uh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So okay. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding, guys. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> but um, well, like in in terms of like career, I want to be doing something that. You know, what I said before is that I'm passionate about and that makes me happy. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't want to struggle, if that makes sense. Because, like, I feel like I'm in a shape now that, like, if I keep on continuing this, then, like, my career will progress, I guess. Does that sound, is that bad? Yeah, stability. No, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. And so, like, I just want to, like, keep that, keep pushing myself, challenging myself in terms of my career. But like in terms of family, like this is so cliche, but I want a family when I grow up, you know? Hey, I said that too. Twins. Yeah. I want a dog. Oh, she she wants twins. I don't want twins. Oh my god, yeah. Guys, I looked dog. on Pinterest. I have a Pinterest word for twins, okay? They're Oh so my god, that is so creepy. This that is, is gonna so stay creepy. Okay, I I don't care, but I have a matching... Pinterest board for twins? Oh yeah. my god. Okay, guys, let her finish, guys. Let her yeah. finish with in, this in matching outfits. And they have like the nurseries with the matching cribs. It's so cute. And like when they're babies, it's just like times two. It's like double the cuteness. And they're like the same size and they have like- I also double the work. I'm just letting oh, you yeah, know. Yeah, the crying. Anyways, oh, yeah. it's really, and like, especially I've seen like the gender neutral ones and then boy girl twins. The aesthetic of the room is so cute, guys. Oh my the God. double, oh, the double strollers. Cute. Have you never? You <laughs> oh yeah, those. Okay. Just get a dog <laughs> and a twin. No, you walk in the mall and you see a double stroller. You can't not think that's cute. Okay, it is pretty. Here, do uh, this. Get a get a regular baby, and then get a dog, no, and then no. you can put them in the same stroller. Okay, no, dogs won't stay in strollers. <laughs> they uh, do not stay. They will if. Uh, they lose a leg or something. You can get. Oh, one. do not do that. Uh, do sorry. not. Oh, cut no, you can much. adopt a dog. That oh no. Is okay, let no me finish table. my thing. Y'all yeah. are being annoying. Okay. Sorry. Um. But yeah, like I want a family. Like, yeah. But okay, but this is another. <laughs> That's <laughs> this is it. I have. A, I've thought about this. You know, like I don't want like a full huge house. You know, like I uh, I am content with like a condo. Or like a townhouse, like apartment. Yeah, like I don't want something too big because I want to be like, oh my god, I'm so it's so empty. I feel lonely, you know. Yeah. I want something that's a bit more. I guess for later it'll be empty. Yeah, like I don't want it like immediately after I get money. I don't want to get a house immediately. Like I, I'm fine with an apartment. House comes with responsibilities and like homeowners. Yeah. Mm. yeah Wait, i don't know how you guys can envision yourself having a family this soon in your life i feel like that's a very difficult thing to do okay but i feel like okay for me it's more like like and when i envision my, a family it's not very specific it's just an idea it's just like an umbrella yeah same 
you know, it's not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have like one kid, two kids, oh my god, a dog and like a big house or a small house. It's more just like I wanna be settled. I wanna have that stability. I wanna make enough money to be able to provide for not only my family, but anybody in my extended family that needs my help. Right. I just wanna be so self sufficient enough so that I can provide for the people that I care about. And I think it's like both future. It's not like we're not planning to have that's kids not now. what I mean, but like I mm-hmm. feel like you only get baby fever in your like 30s or something. Like I okay, feel like that's when you start. Are you on baby TikTok? Because <laughs> I am. Sure, there's that. Do you that know Franklin? Fletcher. Yeah, that guy. Franklin is so cute. Okay. Oh God, that is. Thank you, Mama. That could have. No, been that's oh, great. So cute. Yeah. No, they're cute. It's like, oh, but thank if you, you're. Mama. It, they're cute, but like you can also just go to your neighbor's house and play with their kids and okay, come back. Or you can have nieces and nephews yeah. that you can play yeah, with. Yeah, wait, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nip- it's nice to have your own, you know? Do you have anything else to add or should Suvacha go? I was going to say, I mean, like in addition to what Suvacha said, but it's also just to have a family. Like, oh. it's like the, the, the third grade me. Like oh, the yeah. third grade meets future combined with my future. Wait, I think um, it's so like hard. I still want that like little magic or whatever yeah. I used to think of. That's I don't cute. really know exactly. I completely agree. I believe in the yeah. magic, you guys. That's so cute. <laughs> but yeah, I think about the future is not very specific. It's more like an, a, a constant theme of being stable and happy with where you are, but also like not being bored at your job and enjoying it right like today i went to research lab and i didn't realize how much excited i was like going there once a week and like doing molecular bio and like that's the kind of happy i want to be right doing my job and not getting bored in the lab every day doing like other things i don't i don't even know if this made any sense no no it totally makes sense you're you're saying like you you want to be at a point where you're like content because people get so bored of their jobs like yeah. they're doing it because they need they need to earn yeah, but it's not like they're not they don't get excited by what they do anymore and you want to be at a place where you are yeah right? and then yeah i just want to i i feel like i emphasize stability a lot because like my parents have been struggling as immigrants right i'm yeah. sure a lot of y'all's parents have maybe at different points in your life or maybe mm-hmm. even before you were born right as children of immigrants and i think it's just it's just such a thing that's coveted in our yeah. family, and yeah. such a thing that's coveted for yeah, for sure. That it's something that I want to see in my future, and I feel like yeah, it also kind of leads into our next question, like our parents versus our own like ideas of achievements uh, yeah. or uh, success. Success, but yeah. I feel like su- for me, success also comes um, in the form of like parental validation. <laughs> Like making um, them happy. Yeah, I agree, but to an extent because yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like part of being successful as a kid is like making your parents like happy or proud. But like at some point, they just at least like personally, there's just some things that they don't understand. As yeah, f- for me at least, like I don't focus, um, I don't focus on it being my source, but I I focus on it being an addition. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Wait, I, I mean, just. I, yeah, go ahead, Arti. I yeah. just don't focus in at all because it's like I tried so hard to do that, but then I realized that ultimately it's my life and I'm the one who makes decisions and has to live with them. So I like if my parents are happy with my decisions, that's great. But if they're not, ultimately the decision is mine. So that's that's, that's my philosophy. 
for me sometimes it feels like a moving target in terms of like they're like okay now you did this now do this now do this like like they're never just like content almost I don't know it's like what they hear from other parents you know like the hard mentality that Indians have and even like with college they're like oh I heard that this is a college even though they probably don't know anything but they're like this one person said it's good so it must be good like that type of Mm -hmm. thing and and like even with grades like they never my parents never really quote unquote had a like a minimum grades but they're like as long as you try your best it's okay but then if it was looking like I was gonna get a B I was like hey guys I might not get an A and they're like well you didn't try hard enough but then it's like that's true how do you know if I tried hard enough just because that's true you know things like that at that point I'm like okay I don't need your validation yeah what I was gonna say is like from what Arthur was saying about like decisions is like so like with a lot of the decisions that I make now um the way that I make my decisions is through other people and what they think. Because in a sense, like, yeah, I, not that I can't make decisions by myself, but I feel like I need other outlooks on that decision. So I, like, so I have the least regret in my future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, I know what you mean. And so when I do make that decision, you know, I try my best to appease everyone around me. But at the same time, I also look at, look for myself. But like, what but then I also want to add on what Nizi was saying um about how it's a moving target right and they never really understand exactly what's going on and how and okay I'm gonna tell you guys a really funny story okay so before quarantine you know we were all at Tam's um school was never really a thing that I really talked about with my parents while I was there um one reason it one reason it being is it just really stressed me out to talk about it Mm -hmm. and like yeah, and so I would always just come home and I would just like relax and like talk with them. And then my dad would just be like, okay, well, how are they looking? Are they good? Are they bad? I'm like, yeah, they're pretty good. They're fine. They're fine. Oh, they're fine. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I did. But then after we moved out, moved in for quarantine, you know, my dad was always like, oh, but you never did any work there. You never did any work while you're there. You're doing all of this and that and this and that. But you, and you, so that, that means you won't have time for work or like for any schoolwork or anything, right? Like you were in this club and that club. And you had like your research. And so I was like, but then if I didn't do anything, then how would I have made those grades? Like, like, and, and so like, I don't know if it's just me being at home or anything, but like, they did, it's a lot of hovering, I would say, (laughs) you know, like, especially because we are home and like, they don't really know how this stuff works, college classes and stuff, and they never really experienced it. And so, well, I, I think also, like my mom listens to this she wants to be a guest star so bad i said no anyways like i want her to know that like just because i said what i said doesn't mean i don't value your opinion i do but it's just the fact is that it's ultimately my decision and whether or not she admits it i know she wouldn't rather it be that way because she would rather me be independent and make my own decisions and have to live with them then have to deal with the burden of making a decision for me. And I think she always gets mad at me. She's like, I wish, once she was like, I wished I raised a better child. And I was like, you say that, but you don't. Because my mom could not deal with the kid that needs her approval on decisions. Because she wishes, but she's glad that I can make my own decisions. And I think ultimately that's a parent's goal, right? But, But I think they're at the stage where it's hard to let go and it's hard to not. 
So they're, they've reached their goal, but they just don't know how to deal with it now that we're, on, we're at the mm-hmm. stage where we can make our own decisions now. Yeah, I think that's also true because we are also, I think we're also going through that same stage, but we are the ones going through it, whereas they are the ones watching us go through it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I think like we're in the, in the phase of going from being dependent to like almost completely independent. We're right? transitioning. Yeah. yeah, we're transitioning. And I think it's kind of like a learning curve for both of us because we want to make our own decisions our own way and our parents still want to have that influence on our decisions with what they have to say right and like that's okay because we're just 18 right we're just 17 18 17, and yeah. yeah and it's not it's not a bad thing to have your parents influences on you as long as it's not to such an extent that it's completely against like what you want to do right but like like, for example, I was doing my college list, right? And I didn't, like, you know how our max is, like, 15 colleges? Yeah, yeah. Right. But I, I'm not applying to 15 different colleges simply because I'm not interested in other colleges. Yeah. But my parents are just like, well, if there's an upper limit, then, like, why would you not apply? So, like, I, I'm like, okay, but this is completely my decision because yeah. I want to apply where I want to apply, right? But, see, this is the kind of influence that they have, but they still, like, kind of uh, – like shape it in such a way that they're like okay make sure you look into these colleges and see i had a very similar encounter with my parents like so similar now that you're talking about it yeah wait i definitely added a few like utd is only on my list because my mom wants it there yeah like ou the eight-year program only on my list because my mom actually once she said that oh my god did you guys know this ou's eight-year program when you're like, OU takes Texas as in-state tuition. That's what? why I put it on my list. Oh, my goodness. I did not know I that. Heard about yeah, that. I didn't either. Okay. But in terms of – this is, like, similar to what we just talked about, but in terms of, like, how our parents affected us um, and does your parents', like, decisions and things they say to you, does that ever influence, like, what you want to do or what you've done in the past maybe and, like – I guess, has it ever, like, changed your definition of success, I guess? Dude, literally, that, that's why I added this question. It's because, literally, you know how all of us emphasize stability so much, right? It's Mm -hmm. because, like Suvacha said, it's because of our parents. And it's because they always wanted, like, the way they structured our lives is that the reason they want us to always get A's is because, my dad said once he always wants my dad or mom, I don't remember who he always wants us to get A's because they don't know what it takes to get be successful in this country. Right. So they're always pushing us to be at the top. So we're never at the bottom. And I think that goes hand in hand with the idea that like, we'll never, you guys will be okay without us. And they keep raising us to be okay without us. So we always, we're always in this mind of we always have to be okay. So we always have to be stable, right? Yeah. That's their mindset towards raising us. And I think in a lot of ways, it's a, it's a good mindset because it raises us to be independent and stable. But I think also sometimes it can take away from being um, happy in certain aspects of our life because we're always chasing that being okay. Yeah. yeah. Go- <laughs> I think she broke. Well, anyways, so <laughs> I was going to say that um 
Moderator out. Thank God she's gone, guys. Wait, oh my I'm God. Good here, guys. Oh. I was just saying Oops. go because she raised her hand. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear us saying anything? Moderator out. I heard that. <laughs> Arthi, mm. you were talking about. Um... Oh my God, she heard us, guys. Oh, sorry, continue. You made me forget what I was gonna say. You were talking about. I forgot. <laughs> okay, I'll go in the meantime. Yeah. You just I agree go. with Arthi. So I've, my dad has also said this before, but like, he's like, you guys don't know the value, like the value of good grades can get you so much economic stability and stuff. And he was like, in India, like basically the government paid us to get like, you know, travel visa, like whatever it was, like um, student visa, they were paid to go to another country and, and work because of like the grades they got when they were there. So they were like, if you can get good grades, you know, you will be set for life. You won't ever have to be struggling for money. And I think that's why they push it. But okay, Subhacha. Yeah, but okay, so going off the same story, my dad told me the same thing uh, last week, literally this Saturday. And yeah. he, um, he didn't have to pay for any of his like undergrad years and stuff. Yeah. And like how in India it's different yeah. because of how he scored well, right? So he also emphasized the same point and that reminded me of what Nidhi you were saying. But I also wanted to say, going back to what Arthi was talking about, about her parents and their struggles and stuff, I feel like, our parents just want us to always be prepared for facing the level of struggle that they face because they've mm-hmm. seen it much worse than we have, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they've experienced things that are much more like stressful. Just real life than like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously, we don't understand that because we're just like kids, and we we as much as we do understand, I just, I don't think we grasp the full extent of it ever, and I don't think we will unless we're in their position at one point. And ho- God willing, we're never in position that's right? as, as yeah. like stressful as they have to go through, right? But I think that all they're trying to do is prepare us to always. Um, be ready to face such kind of a struggle right and I don't think they're wrong in that at all I think that like as a parent I think that's amazing that they're they're willing to do this for us and they're trying to shape us to be the best people possible and I know that sometimes it's hard for us to um, be happy with their influences and and I know I myself feel a lot like a lot of times I feel like they're imposing their ideas on me or they're like telling me to do things that I don't want to do but but I know that they're not coming from a wrong place. And I know that they're just mm-hmm. doing what's best for me. And I know it's so hard for us to realize that. For me, it's so hard for me to realize that. And sometimes I just like think about it. And I'm like, wow, I should really have, you know, thought about what they mm-hmm. said. So I feel what? like I'll kind of push towards. Uh, yeah. Also, I think keeping that in mind, I think keeping that in mind, I also think that we are not them, right? We will never yeah. face the things that they went through just be- just simply because we're in a different time. We're in a different time. Uh, we're in a different, like, we're not going to go through the things they did. And like you said, they're preparing us to face the struggles that they did, but they faced it so we didn't have, like, they immigrated here, right? They went through we it. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, Bidi, you can go. I already went. No, okay, we- Um. so I was going to say, I go off of what Sabacha was saying about how, uh, you know, like looking back on it, you're realizing exactly wh- why and what they were saying and how they always like want something good for us, right? And um, I think I finally realized that like while I was at Tams because like literally everything was stressing me out while I was there. Like the first two months, I was like, oh, like, I cannot handle this. Um, and I was like that first phone call like with my mom when I was first talking about it and like explaining it to her and like 
about what I was going through and like what I wanted and I wanted to leave and I was like and she's like okay now that I'm talking about it it's like very like yeah like how like the you know like they always have like saying like immigrant parents are like I walked 700 miles to go to my school <laughs> yeah, in like, the I grew up in the, the village yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's kind of similar like that but it was a bit more sentimental but like yeah. when my mom was explaining is like my my mom and my dad moved to a completely different country without knowing anyone else there you know and no, going no, to school like, there paying money to go to school there for a master's degree not even having like nothing was stable there while they were like when they first came you know and all and it, it was all just for like a better life mm-hmm. and and you, you, you know like realizing that and realizing like how scary that must have been it kind of puts things into pers- into perspective for me of, of what they had gone through and what now what they are saying and what they want me to do, you know? And I know they always want something like better for me, you could say, but um, yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> this reminds me um, of a meme I saw on Facebook this one time. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was like his hand passing on the baton to another hand and then the, the first hand was like, <laughs> I walked 7,000 miles. Oh my God. And the other hand was, I survived a pandemic. Oh. <laughs> Every time I ask my dad for new clothes, he's like, you know what, in college, I had four friends, okay? One, one was for nice interviews. The other three were always in rotation. He was like, my monthly was $4. You know, I lived in someone else's house. I had, I, had, I know, I asked for a mechanical pencil, lead. He was like, you know what, one mechanical pencil lost me one whole <laughs> But you know the sad part is, it's true. Of it is true. Yeah, all of it is Mom true. Mom had yeah. three growing up when she was yeah. a little kid. My dad used to go around interview for interviews living in other people's houses in different cities. Yeah. No, my dad grew up in like huh? extreme poverty and my mom was like middle class. And so that's why like he's very, he he's like anytime, you know, big or small, he like really thinks about, he's like, is this really necessary? And all Indian parents are like that. Every yeah. single one. But it's yeah. True. Most of the time when I'm struggling, my parents don't do that. Like, they don't do the they like when when I when I was like I hate Tams or whatever to my mom she was like you know when I was your age I went to boarding school too and I hated it and I actually dropped out that's yeah. what she said right and she was like don't do it because I did it and you're a stronger person than I am yeah and, and then, that's so sweet that's really yeah and then my, my okay. dad when I was like flunking half my classes because I'm not a great person at science um in some aspect okay anyways my dad was like i got a 47 in english when i came to the united states or like oh my god yeah. every time i get a bad grade and i'm crying over it, he's like i got a 47 in english or something That's like so that. Cute. it's always the same grade too it's always <laughs> the same class as the same grade. like dad you tell me this every year no because he went to like the equivalent of an ivy in the united states oh, he comes yeah. to the i mean in india and he in comes india. to the united states and he's like i feel because it's the only class he's like ever like mm-hmm. yeah so he's like this is my struggle or something like that right <laughs> so, like, they always try to make mr struggle better. For me, it's the opposite, actually. Both of my parents were, like, top. My mom, she would have, like, people would come to interview her about how well she did in school. It was so opposite. Like, they, my parents are both valedictorians, so when I do bad, they're like, 
I oh, never wow. had this issue growing up. And my mom, like, if I talk back, she's like, you know, I was so respectful to my parents. Oh, yeah, my, yes. my parents said I didn't get, my parents said I'm not allowed to eat curry puffs on the road. And I said, okay. Like, just like every single little thing. She's like, you know, I never did this with my parents. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And I was like, okay. They don't say I, they don't say I never, but they're like, you need to treat your parents with respect. Yeah. Like, you need to give respect to your parents. I'm like, wait, I, I also think um, a lot of that is, like I said, my mom gave that example of like, like you're a stronger person than I am. I think like, have you ever got, have your parents ever said to you guys, like, like we came here and we accomplished this much. You have to do more than us in the next generation. Yeah. 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 With that, I think, I think a lot of times it's a joke, but then also I think it's not entirely a joke because you adopt that mentality because it's like you respect your parents so much for what they did. Like, why can't you do more when you have more than they did? Right. And it's Mm -hmm. such a like, it's such an interesting mindset because it makes you it makes you push yourself to an extent where it makes you think badly of yourself when you don't perform a certain way right and I guess to a certain extent it does I mean you should feel bad if you don't do something right but not to the extent that it makes you like you know what I'm saying right mm-hmm. yeah well, I was gonna yeah. say is like I mean they never really outright said it like that whereas they don't really said it as in I need to do better, but they just wanted me to to be comfortable. You could say comfortable. Um, so oh, I had oh okay okay. This is what I wanted to say. So ever it's this is like so weird. I don't know if it's the same for y'all, but like ever since I was little, I've always based my life off of the life board game. You know? Oh, yeah. I've never played and I'd be like, okay. I go to college and then I like oh I'll get married and then I'll have kids and maybe I'll go to doctor's appointments or that's like, something like that. It's the standard template sort of. Exactly, of and I never really realized that it would go beyond that or go like it would be so different. And now that I'm like, and then like as I'm growing up, I'm seeing different instances, different experiences. Like I said before, it's like really weird. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think every, I th- I think it's also difficult because everyone's like, I want a family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, okay, first of all, yeah. addressing this. Okay, so for context, this quotation mark is Nidhi dropping incessant reminders. Incessant? I don't know. Anyways, reminders in the chat being like, oh my god, guys, I'm the moderator. You guys have to hurry up. It's almost, our time is almost over. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, that that's it. Biddy, we definitely didn't start at 8.40 because I finished making my lunch at 8.40 and then I sat here for another 20 minutes waiting for you guys Yo, to come to I the have text receipts. Yeah. Namita texted me at 8.46 and she was like, join. So then I joined. Yeah, okay. and you didn't join right after. Okay, fine. We'll go to... I sent I sent myself the prompts at 8.50. Guys, so. yeah, there as, we go. as the moderator, I'll let you know. When we're done. Oh my God, you're such a crappy <laughs> moderator. I'm done with this. Okay, so if you've made it this far, you have clearly seen Nidhi's questionable moderating so if you've made it this far please send us a dm on who you vote for to be the moderator and i'll give you a hint it should be me me something that i learned this summer and no and last uh, semester and the summer is that you can push through anything and be successful no matter your definition of success like even if it's like looking at if we're about to fail a class or if you're about to do something i don't even know but you can always push through and get it done basically like things will turn around 
even yeah. if you're like don't lose hope yeah yeah that's all. because like aren't wait do you experience this firsthand like for math your first test grade was like not so hot and then you ended up getting an a in the class not a not in my test none of my first test grades are ever hot like no yeah. like second semester didn't you get like a 60 something and then you ended up doing so, she got like over 100 yeah, on the next yeah semester. i remember that you did so good on the next ones and then she did fine you know she did good on the final but so no matter what like it's never like after one thing happens it's never like the end like you can always mm-hmm make it up what i was saying what was i saying i would say something oh yeah what i i was going back to the life thing that namita was saying the life board game Mm -hmm. like it's always like 2.5 kids blah 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 yeah it's it's like i can't imagine myself having kids at where i am right now i can't see it but the thing is like this concept of loneliness is so heavy you know what i mean so it's like if you don't have kids in the future what are like who are like who's gonna be there for you right like who who's gonna that's be a selfish reason to have kids though that's what i'm saying that's why i would be a crappy parent that's but that's like no, that's but why they... that's why people have a family because they're not alone like no why... i think it's about like like making others like it like you said making others happy and having someone to care for it's not necessarily about oh someone will be there to take care of me when i grow up and Arthi, like right now, you may feel a certain way, but like ten to fifteen years down the line, you never know. You never. Yeah, know. yeah like, I yeah. I know that, but it's like envision that now. Huh? It's okay to not be able to envision that now. Just focus on yourself. I know, but it's like, what do ki- people that genuinely don't want to have kids like? Society puts so much pressure on everyone to have a family, like yeah. four point five kids, like all this like nonsense. But like, yeah, like who are like. It's Isn't it just so people aren't lonely? Because like you're like, what do you do if you don't have people? But the only way you can get people is to have children. Wait, you know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure like children are not like socializing. Like having kids is not. Yeah, but yeah. it's like when you're old and senile, who is there for you, right? And your it's, family. It's, it's like your yeah, family. your family, your kids, right? Your husband, so it's like what what do you do without that? And I feel like that's such a such a like reason that a lot of people have children it's like what do i do when i'm old if i don't have kids i kind of disagree i don't think i mean i i think that's something that people think of once i get to that stage but i don't think it's a determining factor if they want to wait if that makes sense i think it is because once you get to a certain point and all your friends are getting hitched and you're like who do i have in my life you're not just going to impregnate yourself to have yes. a kid. <laughs> people do that. Like, people do that. You, you've been, watching, yeah, be you've been watching too much TV. Yeah, did you watch too much, sure. like, a baby and Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, Sivacha, didn't you have something to say? I don't remember. It was something in the middle of what Arti was saying. Oh, yeah, wait. It was about how the same societal pressure is on, like, women that want to focus on their careers instead of getting married, right? And mm-hmm. having kids. But like, that's kind of what the same thing as what Arthi said before. So the like the the pressure is always gonna be there. And like I like you know when um, when Arthi said the thing about like how all of your friends are getting married and like whatever. But I feel like more than just pressure from other people, it's like it's like longing for you to have what they have. You know. Mm. obviously we don't even know like how that's going to be and that's going to probably be like 10 years from now so we don't really have to worry about that right now just focus on your careers yeah i think that's another thing is like yeah. if like 
I, uh, I can't even explain. I don't know how to explain this. But like, I'm like saying, um, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> Try to the best of your Yeah, mind. I think just like being content with yourself and being there for yourself, I guess you could say. I don't know. This sounds really weird. But like, that is another like determining factor of like growth and success, I think. Similar to what Arthur was saying at the beginning, and then similar to what Subacha is saying now. And similar right? to what Nidhi is saying too. Uh, Miss Moderator. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's Why are you sitting think? like that? Because I'm tired. Okay, here's what I think. About it's eight thirty. My bedtime is nine thirty. It's nine fifty. Okay. Oh okay, guys, I have something to say. Yeah, when, yeah. like Suvachi said, I think women, especially those who want to focus on their career, have a lot of pressure from parents, society, and stuff. Like, you have to be a certain way. You have to raise kids, and it makes you less feminine. Maybe if you don't have kids, I don't know like what exactly the reason is, but and because not just like so they'll have people when they're senile, but because they'll get acceptance from society and they'll be like relatable with all their friends. That's like another pressure I think, as for why people have children when when they don't necessarily want to. I think it's just about not being lonely. I think that's why people have kids. I think it's just more about what you want at that moment. Yeah. I don't know. And I think, I I don't know. I mean, like, obviously they're unplanned and stuff like that. But I think with the planned, like, pregnancies and and children, Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, a a main reason as why they want to have kids is so that they can spread the love that they have for each other into the, onto more people, you know? I've heard people say, we love each other so much that we're willing to pour, like, energy and effort into raising another human. And then they get divorced four years later. Oh my god. Why are you so pessimistic? That's not pessimism. It's like... It is. It is. No, just check the divorce rate, dude. It's like 50%. Stop, actually. (laughs) I think it's actually one I'm not ten, kidding. One in ten it's marriages. Like, it's to talk about it because, like, nine in ten marriages and then divorce. Like, sure, it's true. Yeah, but that's yeah. also kind of something. It also has to do with the same exact thing I said before: where you are in life, what you want, what your partner wants. What true. It just true. You don't know what it's gonna end up as. So, and yeah, the idea of a partner mm-hmm. is so like, why do you, why do we have to like not be able? You like, don't why? have to do anything. I know, but it's like, it's like everyone wants this. Why can't you live your life yourself? Why do you need a life partner? Like, I don't. Nobody's like, saying you need one. But are no, they, but that's just society. That's what society says, right? Think about yeah. this. Wouldn't you want to come home from work and have someone to like talk to? Like, would you just be yeah. happy? It doesn't, necessarily, I know, I know it doesn't mean, necessarily mean like a significant other. It could be a friend, a roommate. Roommate. Something like, like I, that. I wouldn't but like someone to, to be there to depend on continuously, you know? Yeah, I know. You can be independent, but also coexist with other people, you know? Yeah, like all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like attaching yourself to one person for the rest of your life. <laughs> are, you, are you like promoting polygamous marriages? Not no, that's not what I mean. It's just it's such a it's such a weird concept. Like I don't know, I don't know. Will Smith and Chip. It's only weird if you make it weird, Earthy. Yeah, that's true. It's like what people say. A conversation. <laughs> Did you say Will Smith and Jada? Smith? Oh my god! <laughs> Entanglements. 
God, I feel bad for him. I know, I feel bad for Will. He looked so sad during that whole interview. It looked like he just cried. Yeah. Yo, didn't he cheat too? I don't know why everyone's taking his side. Not not openly. I haven't heard that, yeah. But it was like openly like, yeah, we were separated, so I had an entanglement with another guy. Guys, we were on a break. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, well, that wraps up today's episode, guys. Hope we rambled a lot. Fun watching. No, what this was. Wait, Nitty is your episode. No, no, no. no, she can't be moderator and end the episode. That's not. Yes. You have to do both. Yes. I have to do both. No, I don't end the episode though. If I yes, was moderator, yes, quotation marks. Okay. How come Nitty ended the episode? Shush. Okay. She did not end the episode. Yeah, Sometimes I did. Yeah, Namita did. Suvacha well, never is, I did. No, no. should end the episode this time. But she is so, so bad. So bad at it. Just let her. Just let her try. Just. <laughs> that wraps up our episode about success and even though half of it was just us rambling about random things like marriage or success and our parents and struggling but um some of it was just about success and i hope you guys enjoyed it so stay tuned for next week's episode bye guys bye, bye. she's waiting for nearly to say that was cute <laughs> I muted myself this time. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I stopped recording like half an hour ago. It says, I see the red button. I'm not yeah, dead. We're not blind. You look like devious. You're smiling. You're like, is she gonna say something? <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs>